So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What is going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am so grateful to each and every single one of you who has been listening to us. And man, oh man, here we are, final week of the year, if you can believe that. Uh, personally, I cannot. I I'm, I just I don't even know how to process time anymore. It all just feels so evasive. Uh, but I am super grateful. And honestly, this has been an incredible year for me personally, for Deep Clean, for this podcast. And I just know that 2023 is going to be even better. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. Today, we are talking about the unspoken reason that identity is so powerful. And I wanted to get into this because we've had two, I guess, in particular over the last probably two months. One was Manny Arango, and the other was, um, I'm actually just looking for his name right now. Who was the other person that really dug on this? Actually, Dean Briggs really talked about this. That was episode 420 um, back in November. Manny Arango. And I could have swore we had somebody else um, where we really talked about this. Oh, you know what? D'Angelo Moss. That's right. And he's actually, his episode gets released this week. Um, there's just been a theme with a lot of our guests recently on identity. And it's funny, I didn't bring any of them on because they talk about identity, but they all just happen to have a point about it. And even JK and Maisie back in November, early November, he was talking about identity as well. And um, one of the concerns I always have anytime a term becomes mainstream or commonplace is that its value becomes diluted. And one of the great examples that I offer in our space is vulnerability, right? We talk about vulnerability and how how important it is, but now it's become so mainstream that I feel like people misuse it and they abuse it. And, you know, they kind of, they mask certain dysfunctions as vulnerability. And like, it's just become, I don't know, I feel like it's becoming almost less I don't know if it's more harmful than it is good. It's just becoming less effective. And I was hearing all the talk about identity just on our, and with our guests and stuff. And obviously, it's it's our third pillar of recovery. So that's one of the main reasons we talk about it. And I was just thinking, you know what? I think we need to probably just double down on this a little bit and make sure we get extra clear. So, um, so that's where we're going today. Now, before I jump in really quick, it is the end of the year. I know you're probably thinking a little bit about how to do 2023 right And on Friday, we're going to do a whole episode about that. But in the meantime, if you don't have a copy of The Last Relapse yet, that's my blueprint for recovery. It's a book that I spent over $10,000 on to get, you know, done properly. And we give it away for free to our listeners. All you have to do is go to thelastrelapsebook.com. And if you feel like you're a little bit stuck on maybe what your next step is in the recovery journey, maybe you just need some good information. Like, you know, there's information out there, but you want good quality information that's been properly researched and vetted and has a little bit of a proven track record helping other people get free of pornography and other sexual sin. This is going to be your best option. It's called The Last Relapse and you can get it at thelastrelapsebook.com. So let's get into it. The reason that identity is so powerful, that, that's what I really wanted to convey. I don't want this term to lose its essence, and I'm concerned that maybe it could be. So let me let me contextualize this a little bit. The basic premise is that identity is where everything kind of starts and begins. 
um, start, sorry, starts and ends. And so what I mean by that is, um, you know, the, the, some of the common behavioral tactics to, you know, modify behavior and stuff like that, they get old pretty quick. And that's honestly, that's true if we're talking about porn addiction or if we're talking about, you know, how to wake up on time every day or go to the gym three times a week. So then people say, well, you know, you can't just, you don't just fix your behaviors. You have to fix the attitudes that drive the behaviors, right? And so we're like, oh yeah, okay. So so then we kind of get into the, like this positive psychology of like, I'm going to speak positive words. I'm going to think happy thoughts. And if I have a good attitude about it, then my behavior will follow. And that might last a little bit longer, but it also gets exhausting after a while, right? And, you know, what happens when you're, you know, just too many things go wrong, your mood gets out of control, you can't keep the happy thoughts going, then what? Then are you supposed to just, you know, not behave well or whatever? So the reason identity is so powerful is because what we know with pretty good certainty is that identity is really what shapes our decisions and our resulting behaviors more than anything else. Uh, Some of you listening to this podcast maybe don't have a particular faith or you're not Christian. And so what that means is that December 25th for you was just another day. Uh, For me, because I'm a Christian, right? That's that's part of my spiritual identity. I identify as a Christian. Um, Well, I celebrate Christmas, right? So my identity gives rise to, in this case, a tradition or a practice in my life. And if all we do is uh, simply try to shape behaviors, try to change attitudes, all we're really doing is hacking the leaves. We're not actually getting to the root of what is really driving our behavior. I don't say this a ton anymore, certainly not the way I used to, but it is still true and it is, it is, um, it's just not something we've emphasized lately. But all behavior is rooted in belief and specifically it is the beliefs that we uphold about ourselves. So we know that identity is powerful. We know that if you can have an identity shift, it's going to shape everything downstream, your attitudes, your decisions, and your behaviors. But there's something that people don't talk about, okay? When they talk about why identity is so powerful, it's always talking about this cascade. They're like, well, the reason identity is so powerful is because if your identity shifts, then you start to change uh, the way you make decisions, and that changes your behaviors, and then we kind of just leave the conversation there. And a lot of the explanations I've heard, not that they're bad, because we've had some people give phenomenal explanations. I mean, the the episode with Manny Arango, I think, is like top five of all time on our podcast now. Like, I mean, and I mean, you know, that guy has is definitely is known, but he's not like some celebrity that just like racks in the views compared to some of our other guests or the listens. I I suppose to be more accurate. Um, so obviously, that message resonated. So I'm not I'm not against any of the messages on identity that have been spoken on this podcast. But what I wanted to offer you guys is an added layer that is frequently overlooked in this conversation, okay? The reason that identity is so powerful is because identity changes our perspective. And it is in the changing of perspective from that everything else flows from. So when um, l- let, me, let me give you an example. Um, when I was addicted to pornography... Well, as somebody who, who I don't know if I ever called myself an addict, I never fell into that trap, but let's just say that I did, or maybe, maybe it was not that I identified as an addict, but I identified as a, a sinner, you know, just somebody who, this is my thorn in my flesh, and I don't know if I'm ever going to get over it. Let's say I had an identity that kind of wrapped around my addiction. Well, seeing a beautiful woman is a temptation, 
right? It's a threat to the situation. It's a threat to my condition. But now my my identity is no longer has any attachment to my past. It has no attachment to my um, my addiction because I don't have an addiction. Um, my identity is completely different. And because my identity has changed, now the way I perceive a beautiful woman as an opportunity to appreciate the beauty that is God, right? Because anything beautiful was made in the image of God. The perception is what has changed. I look at the same things, but now I look at them differently. And it is because I look at them differently that I have different attitudes and I therefore have different behaviors. Because when that woman is a threat, you run away, you walk away, you tell yourself, don't look, don't look, don't look. When the woman's not a threat, you can look her in the eyes, you can smile, you can have a great conversation, and then you can walk away and you're totally fine. This is the power of identity. Identity changes our perspective. Um, we're, we're embracing or embarking rather on a new year, right? A new calendar year. And if your identity is that of, um, you know, an addict, well, you're probably going to latch onto the New Year's resolution bandwagon because that's the only hope you could possibly have. The problem is a New Year's resolution doesn't change your perspective, Right? An identity shift is what changes your perspective, which means it's only a matter of time probably before you find yourself back in some similar places. This is why you need to tackle the roots of your situation, which is why your news resolution should not be to quit porn, by the way. Like I said, we're doing a full episode on that later, so I'm not going to get too much into it, but we want to be really, really careful that our identity starts to shift. That is where, that's what's so powerful, and specifically, it's powerful because identity shifts change our perspective. Something that I'm currently wrestling with right now, you know, and one thing I should say, because I, I realize a lot of you guys listening are Christian. I know that like our supreme identity is always going to be children of God, right? Like saints, um, children of God, uh, you know, whatever, whatever the, the, there's always, there is a spiritual term, you know, depending on maybe which flavor of theology you subscribe to. But ultimately, I know our spiritual identity trumps all. I'm just going to assume there's an understanding of that. And I say that to kind of preface the personal example I'm, I'm about to give you, because this last year, I've really worked on my physical health. And one of my identities physically has always been skinny. Like I'm, I've referred my, to myself as like a skinny Indian or skinny man or skinny guy or, you know, whatever it is. And I'm trying to shake off that identity now because I've been adding some muscle. That's what I've been trying to do. I put on about 30 pounds this year and I'm trying to, you know, to really reshape the way that I view myself. And so the way I would like to see myself, I honestly, I consider this the start and I'm thinking about, you know, how, what I want to look like 10 years from now, what's going to be required. And, um, that's kind of exciting to actually be thinking about. But um, but really, if I'm being frank, you know, my my identity in, in terms of strength training and all that is I want to adopt the identity of a bodybuilder. That's the way I want to look at myself. And if I'm being honest, I'm not fully there yet. But the way it's changing my perspective is very obvious. You know, on days when I don't feel like working out, well, as a skinny guy, you can kind of justify it, right? Because you're like, ah, oh, well, you know, whatever. I'm a skinny guy. I should be really proud of what I've added to my body so far. And, you know, I'll get back at it tomorrow. But would a bodybuilder skip a workout? Can a bodybuilder skip a workout? I mean, the answer is still yes, but it certainly has a much stronger anchor than being a skinny guy, right? The identity shift. And any identity shift that happens overnight 
is not likely to last. And the reason I say that is don't be discouraged if you're like, Cynthia, I know this, but man, it's such a struggle and I've tried so many things and I just feel like I can never get over there. Well, it takes time. But here's the kit. Here's the catch, okay? And if you stuck around to the end of the episode, I'm going to give you some absolute gold right here, okay? Here is how you create a positive feedback loop that expedites the identity shift because identity changes your perspective, which is going to change your behaviors. Ready for it? Ready for it? You need to follow the identity shift through to the end, okay? So here's what I mean. I don't feel like working out. And then I have to ask myself, well, what would a bodybuilder do? Well, I'm definitely, like no one's looking at Sathya right now and being like, oh man, that guy's a bodybuilder. You know, like I'm not there yet, but I have to start thinking like one in my mind. I have to start perceiving things or, or adopting the perspective of a bodybuilder. Well, a bodybuilder would definitely find a way to make this workout happen. So now I'm going to go, I can't just, I can't just have the reason right? I can't just have the rationale and be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I am a bodybuilder and then go take a nap. I have to actually go to the gym and work out. And in the action taking, I have now solidified or reinforced the identity and the attached perceptions that strengthen that identity. And now because the the identity is stronger, the perception is more ingrained, which leads me more likely to do the behavior again and again and again. And you can see how this thing starts to create a little bit of a feedback loop. So the real reason that identity is so powerful is because of the change in perspective. And if you guys follow those changes in perspective and you act on them, you will reinforce them expediently to the point that that identity shift actually takes a fraction of the time it normally would. So as we get into 2023, the question I wanna ask you today is who do you want to be in this year ahead? Who who do you want to be? What identity shifts need to take place that you can start right now? We talked about, you know, maybe 10 days ago, actually, I think less than that, maybe like five days ago, I gave you a little hack, a couple hacks actually, for how to ensure that your New Year's resolutions have some stickiness to them. And one of them was to start now. So, You don't have five days for your New Year's resolution to start. You're late as far as I'm concerned. So you should be asking yourself today, who do I want to be in 2023? Get some clarity on that and then let that start to shape your perspectives. Act on them. Even when the perceptions are faint, even when there's slight adjustments, act on them. That's going to create momentum in the right direction until that identity becomes your reality. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you for listening. And again, if you don't have a copy of the book, it's called The Last Relapse. It's available on all major platforms. You can go buy it if you want, but why buy it when you can get it for free? All you have to do is go to thelastrelapsebook.com, my gift to you as a listener of this podcast. Have an amazing day, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you wanna show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. 
If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.